Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Are you interested in scary places? Well, I found a great podcast called Your Haunted Holiday. Each week, sisters Lisa and Lindsay will take you to some of the most haunted places in the world. Their incredible research into how these places became haunted is complemented by their insight into the ghostly activities that are present. They give you information on ghost tours, prices, and much more. That's Your Haunted Holiday. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com or just listen to wherever great podcasts are found. Hello again and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. I'd like to address the idea of false prophets this week. I know many have been discouraged that the prophecies have not come to pass, that many of the prophets have been prophesying in a timely manner. In fact, many of the prophets are actually saying that they missed it. In fact, they added their own personal interpretation into God's prophecies. Now, I thought it quite interesting. Someone sent me a a very good website. It was about uh, false prophets in the Bible. And so I learned a lot this week about false prophets and what they are and what they aren't. A false prophet is one who's not hearing from God and a false prophet is not one that their prophecy has not come to pass yet. You know the Bible is full of prophecies that have not come to pass yet and I thought it quite interesting in church one of the scripture readings this week was about Jonah in the city of Nineveh. God told Jonah to tell Nineveh that because of their sinful ways he was going to destroy the city in 40 days. Well instead of dismissing Jonah, the king and the the city residents put on sackcloth and prayed and fasted and repented of their sins and God had pity on them and did not destroy the city in 40 days. Now does that make Jonah a false prophet? I don't think so. So things can be changed and the prophets this week are saying to wait and let the prophecies happen in God's timeline, not man's. So we're going to start our podcast today with a word from Chris Yoon. Hey everybody, just want to drop another quick video before the end of today. Uh, I saw my video this morning, Uh, wanted to just uh, update you guys very quickly. Uh, just been working and just praying and just thinking throughout the day and just uh, in my spirit there's just something there that just felt off about this whole week 
about everything that's going on. And I'm just, um, you know, just been reminding myself of even all the videos I've given as well as just what the Lord has been just teaching me and showing me. Uh, and I really feel like everybody's just learning. Everybody's growing and everybody's taking a share of humble pie. Everyone's taking a share of just, um, you know, their own perspective check and their faith check and so many things. And it's, it's tough, you know, for everybody. Obviously, people are frustrated. People are getting attacked. I'm, I'm feeling the heat like I've never felt before. I just, um, you know, if you've been following me and you check even the comments and stuff, it's just been really tough and people coming at me. And, you know, even as I've been praying, like I've, I've said, I've uh, been working on, you know, hearing from the Lord in terms of timelines, but I haven't repented and um, said that the promise of God, that what he showed me is not true. And I'm standing firm to that. And I'm standing firm to the three remaining prophecies of this hour. I have many more that I've said of the coming revival, as well as what the Lord will do with his people. Um, in terms of uh, uh, after this is all over. Um, but in my spirit, deep down, I just really feel like the Lord's going to do something soon. And I don't know if it's in the next couple days, couple weeks. Um, but a lot of people said March is, is a, a big cutoff date. And so, I, again, I just want to throw that out there. But I'm, I'm literally just praying and I'm just, you know, and again, I've been telling people before, like, it's not like I don't realize what's going on. It's not like I go to bed at night and go, oh, what did I just do to millions of people? I don't just go and think, oh, Lord, how come I screwed up? How come I was mentally unstable for this long? It's not that. Of course, I'm leaning in. If anything, I've been leaning in the hardest I've ever leaned in in my life, asking the Lord for answers. Um, but one of the things he's been saying to me is just trust me and just wait on me. And every time I do different things, even the videos I've said, um, just come to my mind like it is not what it seems. Um, things that are covered um, will uh, be revealed and just all these different things have been coming to my mind and even today the Lord's been reminding me that um, the story, he's been reminding me actually of the story of Lazarus and um, I just want to read a couple of things because uh, it's it was very encouraging because a lot of us we read this passage and we're like oh that's cool, that's cool like uh, someone died and, and Christ uh, raise them from the dead. But there's so much there that's so relevant to how our perspective should be now, given the promise that God gave us. And a lot of you will argue this kind of stuff like, hey, just accept it. Um, you know, the outcome is the outcome. God is God can use anybody. Of course, God can use anybody. And that's just a flat out um, cop out answer, to be honest. But what the Lord has shown me is he said, it's he specifically wants to bring revival to this nation and that he wants to uphold righteousness and that he's using certain people and one of the people he's using and that he's anointed is Trump. And again, I'm not a Trump, you know, fanatic. I'm not uh, a backer of any one man. But if the Lord has said that, then I and he said that and repeated that to me very clearly, then I need to stand by that. And so that's the promise he's given me. And he's promised that he's going to uproot evil. He's going to bring revival to this nation and he's going to uh, do the foolish things to confound the wise. He's going to really bring people to humility, to justice, and they're going to see who those that have true faith are. He's going to grow the faith of many and he's going to really rebuke those that uh, need rebuking and to have their theology checked, to have their perspective checked, like I've said. And so there's many stories that have just come to light. And it's no more evident than, than now that some of these things apply to us as we're just in the heat of things. 
and we're in the middle of things. And so I just want to share this real quick. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole passage, but it comes from John 11. And I'll uh, read parts of it. And I was so blessed by reading this. Um, because you got to put yourself in this situation. Like You don't want to just read it like, yeah, God did another miracle. That's awesome. Because if you apply it to today and how it affects you, how it affects the circumstance, you'll really see and feel what that is. And it will test you and grow you. And so it says in verse 4, when, and again, after um, Jesus heard, you know, that Lazarus was sick, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now keep that in, your, in the back of your mind. In verse 5, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And keep that in the back of your mind. He loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples asked him, Rabbi, the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? Hold that thought. Why would he stay? Okay, so hold that thought. He stayed two more days. Hold that thought. Uh, Skipping down a little bit to verse 14, it says, Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. And then uh, he goes, finds him, uh, meets Mary and Martha. And then in verse 21 says, Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And then Martha, Martha took that and said, oh, uh, uh, Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day, uh, mistaking what he's saying. Um, but then Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me through he may die, he shall live. Though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And then if you go down to verse 39, Jesus said, Take away the stone. Mar- Mar- Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Like, he's been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was uh, lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And man, I could read the whole passage, but for the sake of time, I just want to go over a couple of things. The thing that we have to realize is that God wants to get the glory. And I've been saying that this whole time. God wants to get the glory. He wants to do it in a, he wants to do things so that you would know that God uh, is doing it. And you would know that he is the one that is um, receiving all of this. And a lot of people are going to say different things like, oh, like he can use this and that. But look, just like he loved um, uh, Lazarus and and Marta and uh, her sister, God loves the people of this land. He loves the remnant that are praying. He loves uh, Trump. He loves people that uphold righteousness. And what you don't see is that Trump and many other people are trying to uphold righteousness to the best of their ability. And if you've hear, if you've heard things, if you hear, um, you know, all this the smear campaign, so many things that are going on. You, you like I've said before, you're not getting the right news. And because uh, Trump is an instrument of God, and God's been using him for so long, and he wants the people that are praying in this nation for righteousness, 
for them to be delivered, for evil to be uprooted. He's he wants to do this and he wants to allow because he loves he loves this nation. He loves his people and people don't have an understanding of that, which is fine, whether it's through ignorance, whether it's through pride. Um, you eventually uh, will have to humble yourself and, and realize that whether it's here on earth, once you see it, once you see the facts or whether it's in front, it's in heaven. And I'm telling you, like, I'm not like there, there's not one day that goes by and I go, whoops, like, oh, I messed up. Why was I thinking this way? I'm literally telling you what the Lord has been showing me. And so it's it's tough because we're in a very thick period right now of, of intense heat. And I just want to say, like, this is what the Lord's will is. And he, he's been saying, look, um, I, I could have gone there early. I could have allowed you to see this very quickly. But because he wants to get all the glory, because he wants you to see that uh, that you need to believe him, that you got to believe and, and have salvation in him. And again, it's not about the actual presidency for him. It's not about like uh, our will or our way. It's about God's will and, and that he would get all the glory and that he would uh, be um, shown and known. And so uh, it's, a lot of people won't see that clearly now. But again, I'm saying this as an encouragement and I'm saying this because so many people are doubting and so many people are asking these things. But Lord, it's been four days. Like it's impossible. And if you really think about it, like sit there and just imagine yourself like like someone's dead like how do you raise somebody up from the dead like biden has been quote unquote inaugurated it shows that it is done it's a done deal it's impossible but that's where god gets the glory he allows certain a certain amounts of time to pass so that once he switches it then you would know that god got the glory and so He's doing this intentionally and he could have done this back, you know, on November 3rd. He could have done this back on Electoral College counting night in December. He could have done this at the certification January 6th. He could have done this at the inauguration. The military just comes in and sweeps, sweeps everybody up like any of this stuff. But now he's extended it. And each milestone, there's few and fewer people. And truly, someone said this, but it's Gideon's 300, whether it's the prophetic voices or whether it's just... Um, you know, those that have faith right now and, and God's promises and hold true to what um, God has shown you. But really, truly, now it's it's the 300 and there's so few of us. And I think God is really refining and just really um, in, uh, encouraging them and building their faith through this time so that once everything happens, God will get the glory and that you would be strengthened. You would go into this next period encouraged because right now, I'm feeling the heat, but I'm standing firm because I remember God's promise to me. And yes, I repent and I have to hone and I have to refine what the Lord has shown me and, and the different giftings and stuff like that. But again, this is a process and a journey for everyone. I didn't just get on YouTube as this like oracle saint and just said, hey, look at me, listen to me. I'm really awesome and, and holy and stuff. No, it's a process. I've said this before. I'm vulnerable. I'm open. I'm honest. Now I want to speak the truth and I'm bold and you'll see the process. You're not going to see some pulpit guy that just like you got to just like, you know, bow down to him. Right? And there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, respectable pulpit preachers or, um, you know, people with titles and stuff. But again, like I've said, God is using different people for different purposes at, at this time, raising up um, a new generation of saints so that when we go into this period, he would really allow um, him to to be sh uh, for God to to uh, shine His glory and for the light to be shown. And so, I want to encourage you guys with that. Um, it's a tough time, but 
keep your head high. And as much as I'm getting the heat, I know you guys are being discouraged. Uh, don't be because God will deliver um, at his appointed time. And there's a multitude of us praying and interceding and just keeping the faith. So, um, yeah, I encourage you guys, just keep seeking the Lord right now because that's what I'm doing. He's humbling me to, he's allowing me to say, listen, you need to get back on your knees and pray, get in scripture. There's nothing else now for you to look up to. There's no January 6th. There's no January 20th. There's no, there's nothing. You just have to keep praying and be in the word. And so I want to encourage you guys with that. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's The Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. In part two of our podcast today, we're going to hear from a lady from India. Her name is Priscilla, and she's heard from God about the American elections. And she admits she knows nothing about elections in America and how it works, but yet she's been given a word about uh, the result. I thought it quite interesting that she also mentions the Lazarus story, as did Chris Yoon in part one of our podcast. So without further ado, here's Prophetess Priscilla from India. Greetings, this is Shritika Priscilla. I know a lot of you are questioning and wondering at this point of time what happened to all the prophecies that were released by these men and women of God, prophets prophesying that Trump is going to be re-elected, he's going to come back all over again. I'm here to tell you that the battle is still not over my friends and I'm here to tell you that I still stand by the prophetic visions that the Lord has given me and I still stand by the word that the Lord has spoken to me that Trump will come back again and that he will be be your president for the second term. Before I go on to explaining a beautiful vision that the Lord has given me last night, iterate, I want to highlight on two important points. The first point is, I want you to understand that I am from a country called India and I have no correlation or have never thought anything about American politics, neither have I read up about the news, neither have I ever prayed about President Trump or I'm not a you know, Trump supporter or a Trump fan, nothing, nothing. Literally, I don't know anything about American politics. But the Lord chose me to speak to me about Trump being re-elected again and he that he is the chosen one of God and that he is the one that the Lord has chosen to put him there in America as the president. And point two that I want to highlight here is this entire situation, this entire American uh, elections, it is not about people, it is not about Biden or it is not about Trump, it is not about political parties. But the Lord spoke to me, dear friends, that the Lord wants to bring forth a revival for the nation of America. He wants to renew the revival because this was a nation that was built upon the word of God. 
this was a nation that birthed revivalists, missionaries, evangelists who impacted the world. And the Lord wants to bring that revival back again and He wants to raise people back again in this era where we are living, where, we are, where the Lord's second coming is so near, it's so close and the Lord wants to bring forth that revival, renew that revival all over again. So that is the agenda of the Lord and that is why the Lord has brought Trump because He is the one who will usher to bring this revival for the nation of America. I hope I was able to make these two points clear to you, my friends. You know, in all of this, we thought that events are going to turn out according to our calendar of events, according to our expectations. You know, people were thinking that, you know, on January 6th, something will happen, a turnaround might happen. On January 20th, something could happen. You know, people thought that the martial law would be brought forth and so on and so forth. But you know what the Lord spoke to me? He gave me a very beautiful vision on January 21st, 2021 as I was praying and asking the Lord, Lord, what next? Because I know, I believe and I'm strong and I'm firm. I know that you have spoken to me. I know that you're going to make your word come to pass. But what next? What is this? Please speak to me. And then the Holy Spirit gave me a vision. I saw a tug of war happening between two teams. So for a team to win, that team is supposed to pull their, uh, the opponent team towards them where there will be a, a line in between, right? And if the opponent crosses that middle line and come towards the winning team where they cross that middle line, that's when the team uh, would be declared as the winner. The team will be declared as the winner. Then the Lord said, this is the rules of the world. This is how the rules are set on the earth. But this is not how I am going to work. And then he told me, for the winning team, you know, to win, for the team to win, the tug of war will happen, okay? And the opponent team will come almost, almost, would, would be in a place where they're going to, you know, cross that middle line. Almost they're going to cross the middle line and the team is going to win. But at that point of time, the Lord is going to let loose of that rope. You know, the, the, the rope that is used for the tug of war. You know, he will let loose of it. And then what happens when it let, when the Lord let loose of it, the opponent team will fall down, will fall back. They will be injured. There is no way, there is no hope for them to get back up again and, you know, continue the fight or the battle. So this is what the Lord is going to do. That means the interpretation of this vision that the Holy Spirit gave me, I'm not going to work according to the standards that are set by the humans on the earth, according to the dates, according to the ways and manner in which the people think that I would work. But I want to work in a way that nobody can ever expect. I want to work in a way that would be greater, that would bring the highest glory to me alone. And that is what, what is going to happen, my friends. Whatever the fraud, everything that has happened will come out into light in such a way that is going to bring the highest glory to, to God alone and to no man. You know, if you look at the story of Lazarus in the Bible, before Jesus could raise him from the dead, you know, his sister sent a word to, to ask Jesus, Lord, please come and heal our brother. You know, if Jesus had gone earlier, you know, it would have just been like a, a miracle. It would have just been uh, a point of healing, uh, you know, a miracle of healing. But the Lord wanted to show his glory in such a way that he waited for Lazarus to die. He went after four days and raised him back to life.
just imagine the kind of glory that the lord that people saw there just seeing a dead man coming back to life after four days imagine the kind of glory that you know that jesus christ would have received on that day that is what the lord wants to do even in this event my friends if trump had come just like that you know on january 20th as usual you know if he had won the votes and you know if he if he had won the election just in in a normal in a general manner i don't think the lord's name would have been glorified so much but the lord wants to show his glory in a mighty way which is why he has allowed these events to happen even the inauguration to take place so that you know he wants to bring a biggest miracle and he wants the whole world to witness a greatest miracle of our time you know that's why the bible jesus said 1140 if you believed you would see the glory of god so today the lord is asking us if you believe church if you believe my, my body of christ you will see my glory and that means we will see the glory of god revealed in this whole event and that trump that the lord will bring back trump all over again for the nation of america to be the president for his second term amen and even as i was meditating on the word god gave me the scripture in hebrews 10:23 It says let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised that means our job is to keep faith and the lord's job is to keep his promises so today it's a simple message that i've come here before you my friends just be in faith i'm here to encourage you be in faith let your faith not waver continue to pray because you are going to witness because you are about to witness the greatest miracle of our time amen mankarada hanka because the lord is going to bring back trump to victory in a way that none of us no man would have ever imagined because the the word of god says the lord's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and that is absolutely t- today in this time in this era in this season we are going to witness the greatest glory of, of our lord like never before amen Are you looking for a good quality used car but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from Mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Thank you.